Muffin Films and Salad Fingers, Homestar Runner and Mondo Media, Adam Films and Metalocalypse, Happy Tree Friends and What the Hell is Flash Animation Anyway? Warning, not affiliated with Adobe. Welcome to Plug and Missing, the Flash Animation Flashback Podcast, where we watch the Flash animations, webtoons, and shorts that we grew up watching in the halcyon days of yore. Of course, I mean the early 2000s. I'm Paul Reberg, and with me is my co-host. John Ward. Well, John, can you tell us what are we looking at today? Today we're talking about Xiao Xiao, number one, created in 2001 by Beijing animator Zhu Ziqiang. Oh, right. I I know nothing at all about this, John. Can you tell us a little bit of a background here? Yeah, yeah. So uh, Xiao Xiao is a series of animations of simplified stick figures fighting in silhouette. The fights usually start with simple punches and escalate to more uh, complicated and gruesome fighting. Xiao Xiao is uh, generally considered to be like the origin point of stick figure uh, fight in jo- uh, the stick figure fight genre in Flash. Um, even Nike had to settle with the creator Su Zikiang at the sum of thirty six thousand dollars after he sued them over the rights of the use of stickmen in an advertisement. So uh, it was pretty big. Yeah, I'm yeah. not as familiar with the flash animation video side of stickmen but i definitely remember flash animation games like flash games of stickmen yeah, yeah well it is one of those things that's like it feels inevitable but it doesn't remove the fact that like being one of the firsts is still kind of part of it you know what i mean like mm-hmm. uh, uh yeah. you know if there is a way to make two men fight <laughs> in <laughs> something uh it's gonna happen and uh you know, the the aesthetic of just simplified stick figures fighting uh, with, like, really fluid animation, you know, just felt, it feels inevitable. It, so, w- which I think makes, like, you know, a marked point in, in the genre of Flash animation when, like, you know, there's, like, hundreds of spin-offs, uh, not spin-offs, but, like, you know, copycats. Yeah. Um, well, and it's or just this... people inspired by it, you know. Yeah. It's always really simple, as you said, but also really satisfying animation. And I don't know much about it, but it just seems to always flow very well. Well, it's it's because, like, the stick figures are incredibly simple. Uh, they're capable of almost any type of movement. And just mm. a little bit of animation knowledge goes really far. Uh, and then add on top of that, if you're, like, an actor, you know, if you're, like, you know, work really hard at it, you can get sort of, like, really impressive, smooth you know, realistic movements out of these simple characters. Um, It does make some things difficult. Like uh, at the beginning of this, uh, we saw that the stickmen uh, sort of shrink uh, very quickly throughout the, uh, you know, from the beginning of the animation to uh, like the first like five seconds or so. Uh, And that's because they're so simple. It's difficult to maintain the scale uh, that you want. Uh, because they're, you, huh. you're usually doing sort of a straight ahead thing. So it gets, it, it gets sort of difficult to go. And I've seen like, um, later in Zhao Zhao, uh, Xiao Xiao, um, it, it's, um, it gets a lot better. Like, like he, he becomes more consistent and stuff like that. Uh, I'm not sure how much of that was intentional or like, just like getting better at the craft, but yeah. That's interesting. I thought that sort of in universe, they were getting smaller because the more blood they lose, the smaller they get. Because they do seem to get smaller over the course of the clip. I mean, dramatically yeah. at the start. Yeah, I really that's, like it. That's not the uh, case. I really like my... the blood theory loss. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I guess I'm retconning that pretty hard. No, that's good. No, I think it's I think it's good. Uh, 
I don't know. To me, like shrink, uh, shrinkage is just like, uh, or like weird sort of scale problems is just comes with the territory of animation. Um, hmm. I'm not sure. Uh, I know Zikiang is a, a bit older than us, but not by like too much. So I'm not sure how experienced he was by 2001 in animation, at least like, you know, character animation. So I like, obviously it was very smoothly animated, but he might've just like, you know, this might have been one of his earlier character animation things, so he just might have had less craft under his belt. Uh, but it's still very smoothly animated. The fight scenes were very satisfying. Um, yeah, well, let's could... talk about that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, starting with blood in the clip, it's interesting that because they're just simple outlines, when they get hit, there might be a spurt of blood, but obviously you can't see any damage that's been done. Yeah. But so you, you can't get, really tell you get it winning. through the movement. That's the that's what's yeah. really satisfying about it. Uh, of course, there's an included Matrix "Come at me" hand gesture. Yep, necessary. Uh, it is to just to remind you, it is 2001. Uh, by the way, can I just say, can we stop with the Matrix "Come at me" hand gesture? Do we need to stop, or has it been so long that it could come no, back around at this? point? It hasn't been so long because the thing is, it hasn't gone away. Like, I, I mm. swear to God, I think I've seen it in at least one movie every year since The Matrix. Uh, usually more than one movie. Like, it's parodied, yeah. which does not count anymore. You can't parody that something is that that's already just like a joke. Um, I don't know. I'm just I'm just really tired. Just come up with something more fun to do. Like, it's not the only thing in the world. I don't know. Anyway, that's yeah, fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think what's interesting about this is that it is is so well animated. There are a lot of painful moments, Paul. There are. Uh, there's a lot of very almost visceral things that you see happen. Yeah. Uh, so what what do you think is the most painful moment? Well, I mean, we, we see a lot of guys getting hit. We see some stabbings. We see people getting shot and blown up. But I think the most painful moment is when uh, one of the stick men jumps over the other with a sword tries to get him, but instead he gets stuck in the wall because that's, that's just hashtag relatable. Yeah, it's a different sort of pain. It's yeah. like the awkwardness of getting your sword stuck in the wall pain. Well, which is exactly what I think would happen to me if I ever tried to like assassinate somebody. Gotcha. Okay, I have like that, that goofy moment where, you know, the sword's yeah. stuck in the wall now. Uh-oh. Yep. And, and uh, yeah. And uh, so I, I think... Personally, the most uh, painful moment for me was uh, the hand axe, the thrown hand axe. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah, so he gets uh, impaled onto the wall with like a spear or a javelin or something. And then uh, then the one, one of the other guy pulls out a like the most detailed weapon to that point uh, and, like and flips it up. And, uh, you know, it lodges and then sort of, like, sinks further into the guy, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and there's lots of blood. I think that was my personal uh, most painful moment. <laughs> yeah, well, then the, the guy, right after your most painful moment, he is then mm -hmm. shot by a machine gun and blown up, but it, it turns out he's fine. Mm-hmm. So he's right good. back up. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the guy who shot him then duplicates himself into two people. Uh he, oh, before he gets blown up, he does have a shoe. The the guy does throw a shoe at him. Uh, oh, true. It's a nice so touch. throughout the entire fight, uh, the guy, the other guy, the the let's say, let's say uh, guy, uh, machine gun guy. There we go. 
Machine Gun Guy t- has one shoe. Uh, but then he duplicates himself, so he has two shoes but four legs. So it gets more complicated. Um, well, he's, presumably he'd have, like, two left shoes. Yes, two left shoes. Oh, that is true. You can't just... <laughs> Unless he's got some sort of, like, universal, like, sandal or something like that. But Which he, he might. They're very vague outlines. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he gets... Uh, what is it? The, the non-machine gun guy, the blown-up guy, uh, ends up ripping one of the duplicate's arms off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... <laughs> like throws him by the head across the arena uh that guy then gets up immediately and then has two arms again so uh so did, did really he sure. have three ar- did he have three arms the whole time he might have had three arms or maybe like a shadow arm like maybe he oh. like ninja a secret arm that the guy thought he was like tearing off or something it's possible um, yeah there's all sorts of things that you know these guys could obviously do yeah um, and, uh, and the, the clip's also worth watching so definitely check out the link in the description are we adding things there yeah yeah, yeah. i always yes. have the link yep cool so check uh, out the link in the description and also like comment subscribe all that youtube <laughs> joke uh, uh it's not youtube it's on newgrounds well i apologize for my joke so what i what i also want to sort of call out here is how just smoothly animated like pulling out weapons from anywhere comes like uh yeah. you know the guy pulls out stuff from the ground uh there's like a moment where you know, the guy who wins ends up, like, just reaching out into the sky and a blue light sort of comes across the screen and he grabs, like, a bow staff out of the air. Uh, there's a cute moment where your sword guy uh, just pulls a sword out of nowhere and then uh, throws the sheath off to the side, which is really cool. Uh, it's those sort of details that I understand, like, I, I can't say 100% certain that this is the first, like, stickman fighting thing. But I can see why this would be the one, at the very least, that like sort of catches fire mm-hmm. and creates the genre. Because I could imagine myself being a twelve-year-old boy. Uh, well, I was a twelve-year-old boy. Uh, you know, watching this and seeing like, man, there's so much detail that he's going into this. But at the same time, it's like there's nothing here that I couldn't do myself. And I think that that really speaks to like the genre of flash animation that we really like. Um, sort of like the idea of like you know it's simple enough that it's approachable but still like there's clearly like love put into this whether it be the humor or the animation or the effects or something like that uh i think it's i think it's really cool uh and i think this sort of shows that that sort of origin point so to speak yeah i think you're probably right but in addition to being sort of that every man's animation medium it's a it's a profoundly moral medium john which is why we're able to assign a moral to every clip that we've watched and i think we should do that here as well yep uh so i have i have a moral written down this time uh and it's uh don't take off your shoe until you know the fight is over (laughs) that's true it's very rarely going to be the closing weapon yeah because i mean so the guy who took off his shoe is the one who lost so i feel like i can't help but feel like you know that's an obvious flaw right yeah, I think you're right. Uh, my my moral goes in a slightly different direction, which is that if you're willing to accept existence as a 2D stickman, you can be made immortal. So if, <laughs> if Zaza draws you, then you live forever and nothing can kill you. Yep. I mean, it makes sense. 
So what you're saying is that you wish you were a 2D stickman fall or that they live in a horrifying world of pain for all eternity? I'm not really sure which direction this moral is going in. Yeah, I'm not sure yet, but I am going to definitely look w- into willing it. Willing to experiment? Is that yeah, what you're saying? I think so. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for joining us for this episode of Plug and Missing. If you liked what you heard, please leave a, I almost said, please leave a friend and tell a review on iTunes. Yeah, do that. Leave a do friend, that. tell a review on iTunes. And, you know, they'll really just help to keep the momentum going. You can always add us on the various social media platforms at Plug and Missing. Email us at pluginmissingpod at gmail.com and check out pluginmissing.com for all kinds of other goodies. As always, this episode was co-hosted by John Ward and Paul Reberg, produced by John with music by me. Come back next week when we're going to ask you... Would you like to update Flash? We're glad you could join us for just a little bit discussing Flash animation and what the hell it is until next week. We hope you're well. Please give us five stars on iTunes.